When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken for Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. We're brought to you, as always, by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best in the business. Yeah, chance to hire the best, you hire the best. That's Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317-849-2933. He has been my exclusive dentist for the last 28 years. Not that he's only been my dentist, but he's been my only dentist. 317-849-2933. If you like the video, hit the like button. I appreciate it. The Indianapolis Colts are going to reveal today their 53-man roster. All day long, what the Colts are going to do is call guys in. Chris Ballard and Frank Reich Going to call players in and tell them, hey, it's not your day. You've been cut from the roster. Maybe we want to keep you on the practice squad. They're going to tell some people you're not even going to be a member of the practice squad. They're going to get down to that 53-man roster. This 53-man roster that I am going to reveal, by the way, the last three years, I've gotten it exactly right, the 53-man roster, exactly right, to the man. Unbelievable, yes, So I'm not guaranteeing that this is the 53-man roster, but usually I'm right on the money. Anyway, we're doing this exclusively uh, from the COVID list, all right? We're we're exclusive of the COVID list. We're not, I I don't know what the Colts are going to do regarding the the COVID list with with Carson Wentz, Ryan Kelly, and Zach Paschal being on it. That frees up roster spots. They could keep people until Thursday. When then those guys are um, activated from the reserve COVID list, as long as they put together uh, two po- or two negative tests and are asymptomatic, whatever, exclusive of COVID, this is your 53-man roster. So it's going to be really hard to grade if they cut it to 53, but retain Wentz, Kelly, and Pascal on the reserve COVID list and have an additional three guys on the roster. Uh, there are always problems. There are always complications with the uh, with the 53-man roster. And maybe that is why I get it right every single year. The Colts, they are going to keep nine offensive linemen. They will keep Fisher. I believe that they project Fisher to be playing before he would be eligible to come off the IR list. 
So he is going to be, not be IR'd, but he will be on the active roster. Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Mark Lewinsky, and Braden Smith. They will be rostered, obviously, as starters. Julian Davenport is going to be the starting left tackle in Eric Fisher's absence until Fisher's ready to go. He's going to be active. Uh, Danny Pinter, as long as he's not IR'd, he's going to be active. Will Holden as a backup left tackle during the period of time that Julian Davenport performs as a starting left tackle. He's going to be active. And Will Fries is going to be uh, on the roster as well. He'll make the roster. Running back. Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Marlon Mack, obviously. Naheem Hines. The question mark is Jordan Wilkins. I think Jordan Wilkins makes it because he has played exceptionally well on special teams. Rick Venturi always says, you want a clue as to who's going to play? Look at the punt, uh, the punt coverage team. Jordan Wilkins has been on it in practice, in preseason games. I think they keep him. Tight end, Jack Doyle, Moali Cox, and Kylan Granson. Those guys will make it. They signed another tight end on Saturday. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he carry four tight ends. I just don't think he'd do it. But if they're not going to do that, why in the world would they sign him uh, last Saturday? I'm not sure. But I think they're, you're going to keep three tight ends. I think roster spots are like gold to Chris Ballard. And, and he's going to be very, very, I'm not going to say cautious, but he's going to be. Uh, he's going to go through these guys and figure out where they need to plug the most holes and on a Sunday, who they might need in order to plug holes caused by injury. Um, Quarterback, Carson Wentz, again, as with Ryan Kelly and uh, Zach Paschal, I've got him active on the 53-man roster because if not today, then on Thursday he's going to be assuming he puts up two negative COVID tests and is asymptomatic by Thursday. Uh, I get worn out talking about all that stuff. Can't we just talk football for the love of God? Um, so you've got Eason or Wentz and Eason as active 53-man uh, roster quarterbacks. I don't think they keep Hundley on the 53-man roster. I think that they're going to try to practice squad Hundley if the rules allow that kind of thing. Uh, I think that Hundley winds up being the emergency guy who can be plugged in as the backup if if Wentz has close contact again, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. At wide receiver, I got him keeping six. Hilton's going to go on IR, I believe. Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, and you got to hope he stays healthy. Zach Pascal, Michael Strawn, Des Patman, and uh, Ashton Doolin. I am keeping all of those guys. Because uh, here's the deal is Paris Campbell has been very fragile over his first two seasons as a wide receiver. And I'm not sure he can stay healthy. And I'm pretty damn sure that the Colts don't know whether he's going to be able to stay healthy. So I think that they keep six wide receivers. Plus, Ashton Doolin has been a monster on special teams. So I've got them keeping him. That's 25 players on the offense. We understand who's going to be special teams. They've got three guys for three spots. So I think that those, those boxes kind of check themselves. You've got Blankenship, Sanchez, and Rhodes as the three special teamers. Then on defense, this is where it kind of gets a little bit dicey. I've only got them keeping five cornerbacks, and I think I might be light at the cornerback position. I've only got them keeping seven linebackers and nine defensive uh, linemen, four safeties. So I think we're a little thin defensively, but I think that this is what they're going to do. Pay, Buckner, Stewart, Teray, those guys 
are, are going to be on the 53-man roster, and then it gets, it gets a little bit sketchy. I've got Odengbo going on IR. I think that that's going to happen. So they're going to keep Taekwon Lewis and hope he recovers from his injury soon. Woods, I've got him keeping. I've got him keeping Muhammad, obviously. Muhammad ha- has a chance to be a really good player this season. And then Williams. I got him keeping Williams. I liked Williams in the preseason. I thought he made plays. And then I really liked his demeanor on the sidelines. I know that that's not really a reason to keep a guy in the 53-man roster, but I pay attention to that stuff. And, and if you're supportive and if you're plugged in, instead of just kicking back on the bench, just sort of lounging around, if you're engaged and, and you're, you're grabbing guys' face masks and patting them on the butt, I like that kind of guy, and I think Williams is that kind of guy. At linebacker, Darius Leonard, Bobby Okariki, uh, Zaire Franklin, obviously they're going to keep EJ Speed. I don't think his injury is going to force the Colts to IR him. So I think he is also going to be on the 53-man roster. Adams is kind of a tough one. Adams, I don't think, projects as a winning-level linebacker. If he had to be plugged into service, I don't think that he's going to win you games. So I I question keeping him, but I think that they will. Uh, Glasgow is a great special teams player. So you're going to keep him. That's why he was drafted out of Michigan, and, and that's what he has been with the Colts, and so I I believe they're going to keep him. They know what he is. They know what his limitations are as linebacker. If they were going to get rid of him, they could have gotten rid of him three, four months ago and and known what they were doing. They kept him, so I think they're going to keep him on the 53-man roster. And then Kafuzi. I liked Kafuzi. You know, watching the preseason games, in person my eyes kept going to him, the home game, and then the road games, watching him on TV. Uh... Rick Venturi talked a lot about Kafuzi. Heard his name over and over and over again, right? In practice, your eyes just kind of go to him. So I, I kind of like him as a long shot to make the team. Uh, at cornerback, I've got Kerry Moore, Rhodes, Rogers, and Shashare making the team. Rocky Seen, I don't have on this roster because I think he loses you games. He's not just not going to win you games. He will lose you games through grabbing a handful of jersey like he did last year. You cannot move the chains for the opposing offense. You just can't do it. And Rocky Seen does that. And Rocky Seen did something throughout the preseason, but especially I saw it on Friday night up in Detroit, where when he got beat, he stayed beat. He didn't sprint to the ball. He didn't, when his guy made the catch, uh, like on that little slant, he didn't sprint after him. He just kind of like, I screwed up again and dropped energy in the middle of the play. You cannot do that with Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus pays rapt attention to that kind of stuff. And I think that that, in the end, is what gets Rocky Seen cut, despite the fact that for some reason, I think Chris Ballard loves him. Took him early in the second round uh, a few years ago. And I don't know why you take a cornerback with uh, four or five plus speed. You know, he's not a 4-4 guy. He's not a 4-3 guy. He can't outrun his mistakes. He makes mistakes, and because of the mistake, he grabs a handful of jersey. That isn't a guy who you want on your defense. So I think Rocky Seen gets cut. At safety, Julian Blackman, Kari Willis, George Odom, because he's a special team stud, and Sean Davis, the young one from Florida. Those guys get kept. 
Maybe they keep the old Sean Davis, but I don't think he's looked very good this preseason. Maybe they just know he's getting ready for the regular season and they keep him because of that. But I liked young Sean Davis. I thought he looked like he was capable of making plays. You know who the starters are, but you got to have backups who are high quality. I get a little bit nervous with four safeties. I may have screwed that up. A fifth safety might be kept. So that may be a place. But I, you got 53 spots. What are you going to do? You, you can't all of a sudden create new spots. You'd love to keep 60, right? But that's not where the, where the Colts are. So I think at the end of today, by 4 o'clock, you're down to 53. And I think those are your 53. Hilton goes on IR. And uh, you got the other 53. So there you go. Um, and uh, we mentioned this a little bit. Um, if you're not vaccinated, here's the deal. Then close contact with somebody who tests positive puts you on the reserve COVID-19 list for a minimum of five days. So you've got Carson Wentz, who now we know these three guys, because it was close contact that knocked him out of the COVID list, we know these guys haven't been vaccinated. We know that with Ryan Kelly, Zach Paschal, and, and Carson Wentz, they haven't been vaccinated. So any close contact issue going to put them on the list. So Carson Wentz could wind up missing, you know, game three against Tennessee because of a close contact issue. You could, he, he could miss a game in October. He could miss a game in November. He could miss a game in December. He could miss games in between. He, he could miss a lot of games because of close contact, regardless of the fact that he doesn't have COVID because of the close contact rules. I don't understand the starting quarterback in the NFL, a position of that importance, who does not feel compelled to guarantee, to the extent he can, his ability to play and his ability to be there on Sunday by getting vaccinated I don't understand a guy opting not to get vaccinated. It makes no sense to me at all as an employee of the Indianapolis Colts and as a teammate of the other bunch of guys who are in that locker room and as part of that organization. I just don't understand. It, it doesn't make sense to me. If you don't believe in the vaccination, okay. If you think somehow the effect of the vaccination has a small chance of being deleterious to you, and you don't want to do it, you don't trust the government, and you feel like this is a government intervention into my life that has they have no business sticking their nose into that business. Okay, if you're one of those people, okay. But if you're going to be a quarterback in the NFL and a starting quarterback in the NFL earning you know $24 million of Jim Ursay's money this year to you know maybe be here, maybe not be here on any of these given weeks, because of the close contact protocols in the NFL, I, I don't understand that kind of behavior. I don't understand that mindset, that philosophy. Zero understanding of what's going on in the mind and the heart of Carson Wentz. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Buddy Drybread, happy birthday. Ken Marshall, Tracy Cost Thompson, the great Emily Mantell celebrating a birthday. Scott Triloff, happy birthday. Colleen Broman, Chris Harley, and the great Cassie Fessenden. Happy birthday of today's year birthday, Julie screaming from upstairs. As always, a lot of screams from the upstairs. This one about a happy birthday. Uh, if today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, uh, you know what? Celebrate somebody else. Be good to somebody else. Lift somebody. 
that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Don't pull people down. We got enough problems without you adding to them. All right, later today, we'll reveal the actual roster. The cuts will leave 53 or whatever because of the COVID, uh, the reserve COVID list. We'll see what happens. And, and we'll talk about who is kept and who has not been kept on the roster a little bit later today. Can't wait to talk to you then.